check it out watch <laughs> everyone knows it's cool weirded out by that are we live i think we're live are we live tony don't we're live we're live baby yeah we are live oh my god we got janelle in the studio hi janelle hi how's it going i'm good say hi to our audience hello welcome to the amuse me podcast i'm excited to be here oh my god this is gonna be fun i mean i don't even know what we're gonna talk about we talk about everything i'm about it we talk about so much stuff on this podcast we have discussions about conspiracies we have discussions about superheroes we have discussions about eating babies babies heads oh my yeah so it should be fun whatever happens happens how did the baby eating head discussion go it turned into a joke but it was uh what would you do i don't know i'm kind of like uh, <laughs> uh if you had a superpower like how what would you do to get it like what like what would be your goal to get that superpower like what if the only way to get that superpower was to eat a baby's head well it depends on the superpower like would i get to pick my ultimate superpower or is it like if I'm, you eat this baby's head you're gonna get like a randomized randomized superpower? i think it'd be more of a randomized thing i don't think i'd do it because no. what if you got something stupid like shape-shifting into inanimate objects what if that's a very useful very useful power but like how? Uh, an, an inanimate object to disguise yourself from whatever is coming at you. So obviously, just be like, <laughs> bam! And then they would say you turn the corner, right? And then you turn into the object, and then you're obviously disguised. Okay, but what if somebody's coming at you like full force, like head on, and then you just turn into a chair? Like, well, is that your only defense? Is well, turning okay, into a chair? Okay, what kind of object can you turn into? What if you turn into like a big giant like living room sofa? <laughs> That's no one to help you. What if he doesn't hurt you? Like, what if you don't get no damage? That's, there you go. So that, it's like an impenetrable sofa. Maybe. No, what if this, the, the sofa obviously made of cushion and stuff? <laughs> See, how would this work, though, if you turn yourself into an inanimate object? And would it only be, like, household objects, or could I turn myself into a weapon? Yeah, why not? See, there you go. And what what is really categorized as, like, an inanimate object? Is it, like because you use it if somebody uses it uh -huh. so i think it's not breathing not breathing that would be my thing so any anything not breathing yeah like a pair of headphones see he's already <laughs> fucking around hi welcome the cat to the podcast his name is fucking artemis he's getting the booze yeah you don't hear it but there's a bunch of crowd saying boo anyways please do not mess with anything please please anyways he just wants to be is it? It's not even that warm here. It's like kind of cold in the studio. Yeah, I'm bragging. It's not that really fancy of a studio, but still. It's a studio. It's Thank you again for coming on such a late notice. I mean, it's kind of late <coughs> at night, so. I had nothing better to do. Nice. This seems fun. Nice. So tell me more about yourself. What What do you do? What do you like to do? Are you an artist? Do you like to draw? You look like the artist kind of type. Wow. I am. Wow, there you go. <laughs> I used to draw a lot, but I didn't think I was good, so I moved into like writing and stuff. So I like writing poetry. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, well, I'm what? actually trying to get into the Albuquerque Slam scene. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's exclusive. How is that working out? It's hard because I also have to adult, but when I have the time, it's going good. It's okay. going good. I actually do want to, I don't know, venture into the whole comedy scene of Albuquerque. 
We talked about it. I think that'd be cool. You think that's kind of like the same thing, you know? Yeah. Like poetry and comedy. I'm just kidding. It's see, They're performing. It's, see, that's me trying to be funny. It worked. <laughs> it was okay. It was one of those mediocre jokes. You'd get the pity applause. But a writer. So what is uh, so a lot of poetry you've been working on? Have you, what do you, I mean, tell me more about this venture that you're into. Like, obviously you ditched the whole drawing thing and into writing. Like, do you have some, can you, can you just like throw down a poem right now? Throw down a poem? No. I don't know I'm if that's. a freestyler. That'd I, be cool. I don't know if that's, how, is that what you call it? I, I assume so. Yeah, it's throw, da- throw it down. I yeah. mean, kind of like a rap style thing. Because it's. Um, performing art in that instance is almost like rap. It's only there's no music. It's rhythmic to whatever you make it to. So you could put it to music. Like most of the slam poets here have definitely done that and ventured into rap. But it's a hard transition. Okay. Like especially if you haven't even stepped into the scene, it's hard to step into a scene and then into a bigger scene. Okay, I could see that. I forgot to change the monitor screen on this end yeah that's better so anyways have you i don't know what what did god dang this cat's just getting hair everywhere <laughs> anyway uh he's being really ridiculous so let's go ahead and talk more i guess weird topics that we talk about on this uh podcast i have a weird topic what baby acupuncture what yeah it's a thing what is it legitimately like i think not newborns but like week old to a couple month old babies look it up baby acupuncture yeah they actually go chiropractor not acupuncture they go and get their like bones cracked and like there's a legitimate practice of newborn and infant chiropractory it's terrifying uh what is this what does it do is it supposed to be beneficial for the kid or well i don't know if it's for like every infant but i know for kids who are born with like muscular hi muscular digraph or dis Dystrophy. Yeah, that word. I, I can say it either. Or like birth defects that cause like motor functions to be messed up that they can go and it's supposed to help. So, hi, that's mine. It's supposed to help, but I just think it's disgusting. Like the cracks and everything. And it sounds like they're in pain. They're small babies. They don't know anything. Okay, I think you have to go. What well, was it? They do what? Chiropractoring. He's, he's not going to get it. <laughs> Uh, here, let's get this guy out of here. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Kat. Artemis. You're awesome. Special guest from Artemis. <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, you're abusing your cat. Can you not? <laughs> Don't throw your cat. Unfortunately, he landed on his feet. Uh, go watch a video, uh, Smarter Every Day. He actually tells you the science of why they do that. It's kind of cool. Do you have, like, a summary of that or no? They're badass. That's it? <laughs> they have something. Uh, the way they have... Uh, I guess it's called like angular motion the way they move like mm-hmm. they can gyrate a lot of motion just by it like the way they move uh their feet really easily um one example i guess he was just saying is if you flipped it o- upside down from like a certain distance and let it go it'll always know how to turn and land, land on its on feet it. yeah and the way it does it is kind of cool because it's like a i don't know one of those weird kind of like acrobatic turns because it like kicks its feet out and then has its arms tucked in and then it does the turn and then once it's initiating the turn it picks its feet like tucks its feet in and then puts its hands out like olympic gymnast type shit finishes the turn and then lands its feet all the time that's pretty cool that's awesome what was the thing called smarter every day yeah guys pretty cool Cool. 
today he was no i think yesterday he was talking about ocular no uh vr motion now but it was cool because they had a video where there was a fox on his hand mm-hmm. and like the hand he could actually feel the motion because he had a, like a glove that they've been working on too so it has like sensors in it and stuff that are actually working to like you can feel things vr in on you what which is pretty cool you should look up that video too tony's got this he's it, all catted out i wish you guys could see it but it, it's cute it's very cute and the cat's actually making a ruckus now <laughs> the cat's demanding more uh airtime what was the, it was a VR? Yeah, Smarter Every Day on YouTube. You look for that guy and that guy will show you. If you guys are listening or watching, that's a pretty good one too. Check it out. So, uh, yeah, like, what do you feel about technology? Like, are you ready for an advancement in technology? Like, how do you, do you mean? I don't know. Okay, let's let's go with two topics here. The first topic is how do you feel about the advancement of technology now? People are saying, people say that it's kind of in, not natural the way we've evolved over time. Because, like, if we were supposedly still going the path we were, we wouldn't invent technology yet. Technology kind of introduced itself and really then- rapidly and then just exploded in this, like, massive surge of, like, every. I mean, look at, look at what we're doing now. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. This was never possible in not even, like, 1992. Literally. Um, I don't think it's unnatural because if it was unnatural, then we would have been able to do it. I think it's just that we sped up the process because we're impatient people. I don't think it's terrifying, but I think it's pretty amazing that we're so stubborn and like want everything right now that we'd be willing to go and create a bunch of weird mechanical things to help make our lives easier instead of just making our own lives easier. Oh, wait, there you go. No, but I, I see what you're saying. Uh, so you feel it's it's good, right? Like, honestly, like, the advancements that we've made has helped us out in the long run, I mean. I mean, I don't think we need, like, sex robots and all of that wildness. But the I don't know. A lot of, there's a lot of lonely men out there. There are a lot of lonely women, too. It's there okay. you go. See? <laughs> Everyone's problem solved with sex robots. Is it one of the newer ones? Yeah, it's one of the newer ones. You're a newer one. I'm I'm actually wait, what year were you born? I was born in ninety nine. Does you should we tell her the truth? Should we tell her the hard truth? Tell me the hard do truth. Do you know do you know what I'm talking about, Tony? He knows what I'm talking about. Oh! Tell me. I, I think so Tony should kind of like reveal this to her. <laughs> you do it, man. Well, did you know the cutoff point for a millennial? Two thousand, right? Oh. When? 1997. Really? Yeah. Aren't there subcategories of millennials, though? No, that's that's my joke. I'm trying to make a joke about subcategories of millennials. Oh, okay. There's not really a subcategory of millennials. I like to think that, though, because honestly, what they say is from 81 to 1997 is millennial gap so mm-hmm. 80s kids like from 81 to like 1989 are totally different from the rest of the 90 kids like 90 to 97 yeah because even if you say like 80s kids you have that stereotypical like oh the neon and all of that awfulness and then you think 90s and it's 
Ooh, yeah, even the, worse. The dirty Total kind different. of. I, I don't want to. I, I'm referring to the music scene because in the 80s, it was a cool glam, like, I want to look like chick scene, and then it turned into the whole... Grunge. Yeah, I want to look like little, like... Haven't showered in two weeks. I don't even know what they look like. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. He was showing some of the technology. It was kind of cool. There was also a thing where you put your hand inside of, like... I don't, I don't even know what it is. It's just this giant square which obviously has a bunch of technology yeah. in it. <laughs> but on the VR on the VR what he was looking at, he saw a dragon and mm-hmm. the dragon was throwing fire breath of different different elements like cold, hot and mm. and he actually felt that. Really? Yeah, but it wasn't like it was actually throwing coldness on it. It was like just just the sensors Yeah, on his hands were being dif- like changing because of what was happening. Yeah. That's crazy. It was pretty sick. This is actually pretty awesome. It? You could play any sound right now. Any sound would be good right now, Tony. <laughs> All of the sounds. I'm just kidding. I I, I want to have a gimmick where I just like have my sound guy be super horrible. Right? They are deformed, and you actually feel that deformation. Um, so there's what is your skin doing? which is it actually gets stiffer as you push on it harder and harder. And that's part of why we have such good um, dexterity. Right. Uh, The other part of it is what's the material you're pushing into. Uh, In some cases, if that material's soft, well, that's going to deform as well. So you're going to have a slightly different approach. Yeah. Like we're sacks of watery meat stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, And so the relative difference between the hardness of the object you're touching is going to affect the attack time is that, I don't know what term you use, but I would say attack time yeah, of rise the time, sure. that, rise time. That, that's cool. This is all making sense. There's also little things like how well does your glove fit? That's why when I put the glove on, it felt like there was you know a, a physical thimble that goes on the end of my finger mm-hmm. is because you wanted a tactor to be aligned with my finger just right. like that, right? Mm-hmm. Is that why it's because you have to have something to react against? Correct. Is that why you did that? Yep, when you're touching something. It's not just the feedback you feel on your skin, okay, but also stop. the feedback you feel in your joints, your tendons. Uh, so it's pretty sick because there was this other thing about it too where like he was grabbing rocks, but he actually can feel like the stopping point of how the rock felt because like the way that the motions are has like this really cool like – I don't even want to say like some weird like flat metal that like actually if if you were to grip a cup – Mm-hmm. Obviously, your hand takes the form of it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, what this uh, the sensors and that metal thing does is like in virtual reality, when you do take that, it'll lock in place. So it takes the sh- so it feels like you actually Taking are the picking the shape of that. It's so cool. Like it was mind blowing. I just want to keep watching all the videos that he keeps <laughs> coming up with, but it's just like he's just been doing it like every day. So I only saw yesterday's, and that was the one with the whole dragon thing. Yeah. So I don't know if he's going to post one today. Have you ever messed around with virtual reality? Yeah. Um, my roommate has uh, the VR for the PlayStation. No way. You need to try it. Have you never tried it? it? I never have. Oh, my God. You're going to freak the fuck out. Am I? It's so sick, especially like he has the motion controllers for it. So uh, there's this game called like Rush of Blood. I think that's what it's called. It's oh like this God. weird like weird carnival ride or something. But it's kind of like, uh, like, you know, those classic arcade games like House of Doom or something like that. Yeah. Like, all those. You like you're in actual that area and you hold and you fire and everything and you can actually look to the side. 
and, and see different aspects or going, perspectives. Yeah, even from around you and stuff. And wow. you even notice when you're holding the guns because when you look at the controllers with the VR on, it looks like you're holding, holding the guns. guns. It's so cool. That's crazy. So if you've never tried it, you have to try it. When me and Dalton went on vacation to Los Angeles, we went to see a couple of Dodger games. So in Dodger Stadium, I don't remember which level it was on, but they had a whole probably about 200 feet it was like grass like fake grass and it was just for virtual reality and they were, it was wild there were little kids playing and they were all like separately playing in virtual reality and then there were adults drinking and having fun in virtual reality while there was a baseball game going on and i was like this is the world we've come to that's pretty sick because like if you could think about it they're they're in like the same game probably they're all playing in the same field just like <laughs> they're on the teams themselves yeah they're like you know shortstop and everything but they're all just like sitting down or in the same little position or it's cool to that know that you could interact like that yeah so you need to try it okay. and hopefully they get into like better technology like would you go into a virtual world what would you do in a virtual world I definitely would. I think that'd be interesting. Like uh, that Black Mirror episode where the people who are dying, their terminal patients, their mind is put or their consciousness oh, is yeah. uploaded to some place. I remember that episode. I'd be so down to go like the 30 day free trial or whatever, just to see like what it'd be like to live in different eras or different like social acts and all of that stuff. I'd love it. It's like time travel, but not time travel. It's reality travel. I guess I could see that because it'd be pretty cool just to like know you're you're at least your memory or like your thoughts will live on how you want them to yeah going into like the 50s that'd be crazy i i mean we live in this era but we don't know what's like back then i don't like you could everyone always talks about it or you can read and like but that that's only told by one perspective you can't get the whole feel of the culture from just one textbook you know i feel like living at that time would have been like way harder because the funniest part that I feel, I want to make a joke about this. Hopefully, like, I, I need to remember it. I probably will because I like to listen to these. But anyways, <laughs> the whole thing is like, oh, God damn it. Now I forgot the joke. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I don't remember. Wow. That was retarded. <laughs> but the joke was supposed to be something about knowing where you're from. But fuck. I can't remember. I hate everything right now. <laughs> what you need to do is keep a little notepad right there in like arm's reach. So whenever you have a good joke, just like bam. Well, I've been using my phone. So that's mm. pretty cool. I've been using the notepad on there. And I do have like this little like composition journal that I've been keeping some of it in. But <laughs> that one's actually one that I've been working on. I just am fucking retarded. I'm probably fucking stoned. So whatever. <laughs> that's the life. That's the life, brah. What you should name your composition book is Comedy Gold, like from that really old show Chowder. D did you watch that? It was a Cartoon Network TV. No. What? Generational gap right there. No, it was gold. I dude. know about it. Obviously, I've seen some episodes, but I didn't know that he had a journal called that. Yeah. One of the side characters was trying to become a stand-up comedian. And instead, he was having him practice his handwriting. So he was writing down all of his jokes oh in the God. Comedy Gold book, the, like, exclusive. Fucked everything up. Like, there was jam in it. He couldn't write. It, it was terrible. No. Maybe I need to watch this show now. I think it'd be something you'd enjoy. That's where I'm going to get a lot of my material now. <laughs> That's pretty funny, though. I was going to say, that's copyright. 
Well, well, obviously, I'm not going to actually do like, hey, let me just read his joke off of his damn notebook. (laughs) That would be ridiculous. Ridiculous. Are you into like entertainment as in aspect of movies? Like, do I like movies? Yeah. What's something recently that you've seen? Recently? I haven't. Did you watch that movie Fist Fight with Charlie Day and Ice Cube? No. It's worth it, but not more than, like, twice. Why? Because, like, it's funny, but it's... If you've seen Horrible Bosses, it's the same... Charlie Day plays the same character, basically, from Horrible Bosses, the stay-at-home, uppity dad who just wants to do good, but he's a teacher. Then Ice Cube is Ice Cube as basically himself some hot-headed motherfucker. Yeah, boy. Yeah, Ice Cube. (laughs) But, I mean... It's interesting. The story doesn't play out stereotypically but pretty much you could call it if you wanted to i know what what is what is it called again fist fight something fights yeah show show me a picture of this fist fight i just want to see what it looks like i I don't think i remember it coming like to theaters yeah yeah Yeah, so you need to like sound boy no he's not sound. he's the control guy ah that's better yeah it's a better term for you control guy so Anything else? Are you into superheroes? Superhero movies? Marvel, obviously. Come on. I'm not. Oh, my God. I know. Shocking. Why? I never got into it. And if I got into it now, I'd have the millennial guilt of, like... You're not a millennial. I know. But it's the <laughs> younger generation of, like, oh, it's so in right now, so I have to be a fan. So I don't want to. If they're good movies, I'll watch them. But I'm not going to follow the storyline completely because I wasn't into it before, you know? What was a good Marvel movie that you saw? Well, I saw the Iron Man, like, I saw Thor. Ten I'll, years ago. Yeah, right? When I was wee, when I was smaller. But yeah. I watched Black Panther with my mom, not because, like, I was like, oh, yeah, it's a great movie. But it was on, and I sat with her, and it was a good movie. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But? It's just not my scene. I'd love to sit here and listen to you talk about it, but it's not my thing. We're going to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're not going to talk about it. But that's cool. I mean, if you were to pick a, a favorite Marvel superhero, who would you like? Marvel, maybe. Marvel. Oh, look. There it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one. Fist fights. Check it out. Fucking Charlie Day. We could watch it. No, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's a movie from 1989. Oh, this one then? No, it, it, I just want to see the picture of it. Yeah. Yeah, but it's that one. We could watch it on YouTube right now for nine ninety nine. <laughs> if you want to click that, uh, the talent show scene, it's this little girl going and telling off her little elementary school bully with the Big Sean song, I Don't Fuck With You. Really? Yeah, it's kind of bad, but it's probably the funniest part out of the whole movie if you want to watch it. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll save no, put it on. No, because in copyright and stuff, I hate I hate everything. Laws and stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh. Would you happen to know who Joe Rogan is? Yes. Yeah. I know who Joe Rogan is. Everyone who I've asked on the podcast doesn't know who Joe Rogan is. Really? Yeah. You'd be surprised. Huh. Andres didn't know who Joe Rogan was. That's uh, shocking. Yeah. So. Well, I. I'm the outlier then. I don't know superheroes, but I, I know Joe Rogan. I feel like you're one of those like, uh, like individual Generation Z kids, <laughs> where you kind of know a little bit more of your history. Like you and your boyfriend do like 
know a lot of the history of the different backstory. of a lot of stuff like I, his music like what he's into in music is like pretty unique like he oh, knows yeah. a lot of old school rap and stuff it's like oh dude you should be into like fucking shitty ass t-pain and little wayne shit like that <laughs> that's dude that's still a little above our generation our stuff now is like migos or gucci out- main yeah like outcast or something like that i don't even i don't even know post malone oh gosh post malone shout yeah. out to you post malone we need a drink together oh god <laughs> could uh, you imagine he messages he's like oh shit yeah dude let's go dude that would be the shit i mean because <laughs> one post malone watches your podcast and second he invited me to go or he would come here either way I, I feel if he would come here he'd have like all kinds of security and stuff yeah i'd be weird well i don't think post malone can go anywhere without security at this point no no, I hear he's like making some like bunker or something to, for war. Like, uh, I heard he's some like, like apocalypse, apocalypse crazy bunker or something. Like crazy how? Like into like doomsday the prepper type uh, crazy. Maybe you never know. Do you do you feel like that might happen? What, the end of the world? If if an end of the world scenario were to happen, which one is the most likely? Which is there's millions. Which one is? And don't say death by frogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good joke. You got to remember that. Death by frogs. I would honestly say either a nu- nuclear apocalypse or it'd be the zombies. The it zo- has to be the zombies, dude. Zombies? You yes. think since it's so, so overplayed on TV, it's going to happen in real life? I think it's so overplayed for a reason. Like, it became such a cultural boom, like, out of nowhere. Like, as soon as The Walking Dead hit mainstream, it was like, bah, zombies, you know? Okay, this is... Uh, but there's been way like you know some zombie stuff before then right yeah of course like, it's always been part of it but i think nowadays since we've everybody's so crazy and believes everything they see on the internet it's just super popular and stuff everybody's all like let's follow the trend because so, even if it's not zombies it could be some natural bacteria that we have that fucks with our brain in the same way the zombie virus would and we'd all think it's zombies so I guess that's true too because I guess here's one scenario that I saw in like this weird conspiracy post is that like if zombie virus were to be like a thing it would be airborne rabies airborne rabies yeah does rabies cause cannibalism though I don't know it does like mess with your like internal functioning yeah Yeah. well you are more rabid and stuff but I don't know if it makes you eat people because at that point, I feel like we would just go, like, ripping heads off of deers if it was, like, airborne rabies. But what if it was, like, so angry that it's easier just to do it from a human? You're just like, yeah, I could just rip your head off because it's super easy. I don't want to go chase you for a deer. Uh, I, I mean. That could be a possibility, though. I, mean, I just that, don't understand. That was, that, I don't know where I saw that one down. I think I have this, like, stupid, like, PDF file where it's, like, 10, 10 scenarios of surviving a zombie apocalypse. And oh, I've seen those. That was one of them where, like, if 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 it was to become a thing, it was because of an airborne, like, rabies. virus. And it would be similar to rabies. Or what if rabies did become airborne? Like, Or what if the rabies evolved into like the zombie virus and started affecting humans that's true because right now it's only whatever it is now right it, you get bit by a raccoon or whatever and you don't go eating people but you have to go get like a tetanus shot or whatever and put on antibiotics but does it make like i don't i don't know but does it make you rabid like if i don't you're just like i oh, think it would just make you sick oh, i'm fucking pissed off this damn this damn raccoon fucking bit me <laughs> i'm pissed 
I should go to the doctor. Fuck. I mean, I don't know. Like, is that... If you get bit enough times, I think it would just drive you to madness. I think. Look up uh, people who've been bitten by the rabies virus. <laughs> Not by the rabies virus, by animals. Well, no, because then it's just going to be like, yeah, I got bit by a raccoon and I went straight to the doctor. It's like, no, I want to see what happened an hour later, maybe. What did it look like? Yeah. Or maybe how long does it take to affect it? I don't know. I'm not a scientist, guys. I'm not this fucking... If you are, let us know. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I don't know. Is there any action going on in the chat? What's going on in the chat? No? Uh, yeah, well, people are, people are dropping by. I can give you the chat. No, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll post the chat up in a bit. Don't leave it up. Just, like, show a little. Oh, thank you. The rage. They're underrated. Get the rage. Yep. Yeah, so, rabies. 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 Or what if the zombie virus came from, like, a spider bite or something? Like an infection that we just didn't take care of and it mutated to where your brain is mush i guess i can see that scenario more because like what if it was like a pretty weird new spider that we just haven't discovered yet in the amazon that just gets revealed and all of a sudden has this sickle neurotoxin that just totally like messes with your brain and then you're just like cottage cheese (laughs) all because of a or a, a spider yep a spider zombie well i don't know if it would be a zombie I think it'd just be a normal spider. This is this is stuff you need to use in your writing right here. <laughs> this is some key gold. Oh my god! If you guys aren't taking this, I don't know who is. I mean, uh, when I get my journalism degree, I'll study it. Don't this, worry. It's not a bad idea. I mean, what other ways do you think like the zombie virus could be like initiated out in the world? You think it'd be because of humans? Like some kind of. Bot. If it was, we were definitely trying to create zombies. I don't think we were just fucking around in a lab with a bunch of microbacteria and was like, oh, look, now we want to eat each other. So, I think we were purposely creating it for like chemical warfare, like disease warfare. We could, like, oh, like infect two people in a village and then all of a sudden they take out the whole village. Yeah, yeah then all of Malaysia's gone, you know? Dude, I just might as well just work for the fucking government right now. I'm just kidding. Hire me. Obviously, they're listening and they're like, we need a sense to cut this out. We need, this has all been cut. cut. The live stream stops. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm Now I'm scared. See, now, <laughs> now this is where the government scares me because all the stuff they do. Yeah. They killed Kennedy. I believe it. Who I truly believe it. We There's this thing on Netflix. You might like it. It's just called Conspiracies. In each episode is like there's a central theme and then there's like three or four conspiracies around that central theme. Yeah. Theme. Yeah, that word. That's sick. And one of them was assassinations. And most of the assassinations happened, like, JFK, all of that stuff, like, the top-notch assassinations happened because of the CIA. Yeah. And I was like, well, duh. Everybody knew that. I mean... The official story doesn't, but come on. The government does sketchy things. Well, it's supposed to at that point. Why? Because... People get scared, and when people get scared, shit goes wrong. So you don't think we should know everything the government knows? I don't. If we are more educated as a society, yeah, but the way we are right now, I definitely think people would just go to option absolute worst. What? Yeah. I'm not saying that we're not capable of handling bad news, but in a mass majority, people are going to freak out and panic because it's survival. Yeah. You want to survive. So, obviously, if they knew there was a doomsday clock ticking, people would freak out. Yeah, it'd be more mass hysteria than just letting doomsday happen. Yeah. Because think about it. Everyone's going to be trying to, like, gather up supplies, gather up land, make sure they don't die. Go visit Post Malone. Exactly. Yeah. 
go find random zombie spiders, you know? That would be sick. Oh, again, on the zombie spiders, somebody write that down. <laughs> write that down. <laughs> but that's pretty crazy. I believe it, though. I truly believe it. The government. Obviously, what what can we do? Because America is pretty awesome in itself as well. Yeah. I mean, how can you say? I mean, oh, that's so weird how it's like a double flipped coins. Like, what do you mean? Because like it's so like. Obviously, it's the land of opportunity. You can do a lot of. I mean, now you can do a lot of stuff in other countries, but mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to say we are wholeheartedly the originator, but I mean, we started a lot of cool things in America. Yeah. The American dream. Work hard. And that now, stuff. Yeah. But then you hear these other aspects of like, well, obviously they're like listening to us and they have like secret government ops and everybody's has they, tap wires. And, and they whatnot. know obviously know way more than us and we'll never be able to know what they know. Yes. How, how would that? Well, in that instance, I look at it as like when parents don't tell you Santa Claus doesn't exist. Like, they let you believe in Santa Claus. It's just for the fact of your own sanity. Because if people knew what the government knew, like, NASA just came out and was like, oh, yeah, there are, like, 30 different planets just in this solar system that mimic Earth's surface to the point of where we could move there if we needed to. People would lose it. Uh, Everybody would lose it. I guess I could see what you're saying. Because then they'd be like, well, why were you researching that in the first place? And then it brings more questions, bringing more hysteria. But what if it was the case that whatever they are researching to make it just a little bit like say they are researching to help go to a better planet or something in that aspect? What if because they're not telling the population they take longer to do it because somebody out there that's super, super smart. That's just like your average Joe kind of guy can't put his input on it because he doesn't know what's going on out there. Do you think if the public had access to all information that the government knew that things would work better? Yeah. Really? Two reasons. Because not only would we have access to the knowledge, we would look for it if we wanted to. Fair point. If we really wanted all this knowledge, we'd be like, okay, I need to look it up. Second why not like (laughs) us as a human i feel knowledge is key to excelling in any situation like if you're like stuck in a problem or you're trying just to make your situation better the knowledge you gain from whatever thing like I, i don't know you can even just make it something simple from like being able to build a a desk to I don't know. Finance your fucking bank account. <laughs> shit like that. I don't know. Just making little n- knowledge is key. I agree. But at the same time, if you don't know how to use that knowledge, that knowledge is a straight up weapon. If you know something that somebody doesn't, doesn't, you're at the advantage. And if you don't know how to use that advantage to where it's not going to fuck everything up, you're going to fuck everything up like 10 times more. So it's it's definitely a catch-22 at that point. It's like if you had the ability and the access to all of this knowledge, all of this free information, what would you do with it? Would you use it for good or would you keep it to yourself? I guess that's 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 more of a moral thing at that point. Exactly. That's why I don't think open knowledge access to everybody, like world trade secrets and conspiracies that the government did 9-11 would be appropriate leaked into the public like if everybody knew everything because then some people don't have morals at that at at that point then 
how much do you feel splitting it right like if you were to do percentage wise how much do you feel of the world is good and how much do you feel the world is bad <laughs> i'd honestly say 80 percent of the world is good okay i respect that but that's also depends on what you define as good because i'm not saying that like drug dealers are awful awful people you got to make your money somehow but like society is gonna look at you and be like yeah you're a drug dealer you're a bad person yeah. but if you straight up went and murdered like seven children or like went and shot up an elementary school biggie and tupac did what they needed to do to start <laughs> off their rap career that's all i have to say fair point but, but that's that yeah think about what about all of those families like now that they've been successful rappers and all of that shit what about the families who the people they've killed or all of the people that they sold dope to and they ended up dying? Like, think about the guilt part of them. Like, fuck you, Biggie. You made it big off of my son's death. You made it big because this is the, how much money you got off of selling drugs to my kid. Yeah, that is kind of this. I guess it's, that's always, there's, I guess there's always good and bad in the world, right? I mean, that's what brings us to this <laughs> inner peace yeah, the yin and yang type stuff. Would there ever be a situation where we'd all be good? See, that's life in general is what amazes me is because can that happen? And obviously not because even as like you sp we speak right now, there's probably pretty horrible actions that are happening right now. Yeah. But opposite wise, probably really good deeds like somebody's pulling over and helping out somebody that they don't know or like giving a homeless guy a sandwich yeah, or like something. helping cardiac or somebody in a car accident i get that but the only time i feel like there'd be a situation where all of us are just playing out good is if our whole human race was in jeopardy of some kind because i learned in class in sociology that nationalism and people really bond together when there's a common enemy like that's just knowledge right common yeah, knowledge that was like the whole aspect of when wars and allies stuff formed exactly. together the enemy of my enemy is my friend yeah so that's the only reason I, or that's the only way I feel like people would be all around good. All is in. if, yeah, exactly. Is if the whole human race in some way, shape, or form was in jeopardy of being wiped out. Because then at that point, it's us against them. We created a them. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Talk with my hands. I'm very Italian. You tell the truth. <laughs> Nothing but the truth. It's okay. It, uh, don't even bring me up with Italian subjects. <laughs> That was a whole thing. Why did? Why was that a thing? What the? Yeah. Why did that turn into a meme? What is wrong with you, internet? Jesus. The salt guys. I mean, I mean, it's acceptable, but the whole Italian thing, I couldn't be. I couldn't handle it. I don't even know where that came from. It was ridiculous. It was so stupid. Don't don't even look up the memes. <laughs> Please do it. Oh man, it's just ridiculous. Like I'm as sick of it as you are. So, and okay, here's something that my roommates recently, well, my roommate recently learned and it kind of freaked him out is like the whole aspect of DMT. The drug? Yeah. What about it? It's amazing. I think so too. I used to hang out with a lot of people that would do DMT. What? Yeah. Really? I'm not naming names, but when I was like 15. We need to talk after the we will. <laughs> off offset. We need to talk about this offset. Just cover the mics. No, we'll talk about this after the podcast. But that's weird because like, I feel like, I don't know, DMT is really, it might open your mind to a whole new experience of how you think of life. Just even just doing it one time. I agree. Because like the people I hung out with, they were not good people. They were that high school dropout druggy type, right? 
But as soon as they did it for the next, like, two, three months, they had nothing but a good streak. Like, they wanted to do nothing but good with their lives. Like, give back. Like, hooking it up with a sack or whatever. Just, like, feeding random people. Like, they would come up and while we were all hanging out, just be like, hey, who's hungry? I'm going to go buy a pizza. It was just this weird string of good, like, energy coming out of them. That's weird. But I think it's because I want to know, like, the actual science of DMT and, like, what it connects and disconnects and why it does that. Or, like, what those effects do to you in the long run. Because that'd be something that I'd love to, like, go into. That would be pretty cool. But obviously we can't do the science on it because it's illegal. Yeah. That's kind of shitty. You know, like, the whole where the, where it comes from? Like, the whole ayahuasca. It's a plant, right? Yeah. Ay- ayahuasca? I- the ayahuasca plant. Do you know, like, the, the traditional way of doing it? Don't you have to be, like, out in the mountains? spiritual like soul searching kind of but all you have to do is really just like eat a certain plant with a certain kind of like root Mm -hmm. and then that's how it'll affect your body oh okay but then after the trip it supposedly lasts longer so it lasts like four to six hours and uh after you induce a lot of vomiting and diarrhea well that makes sense it's a toxin in your body yeah but what did he find out about it that was so that freaked him out so much that just it, that it existed and that it could open his mind to like the world well i mean lsd can do the same thing if you think Not about it in the way dmt can well that's you're right but i think that also depends on how your brain is wired and what neurons are connected to what and like the energy signals and how strong they are that's true because uh i remember remember we talked about it is like he actually took mushrooms for the yeah, first yeah, time yeah, yeah. but induced nothing he said <gasps> uh-huh that i don't know his pupils were dilated. <laughs> That's where I was confused. Huh. How would you explain that? I mean, scientists out there would be like, or like we were talking about maybe the whole microdosis thing where he didn't reach the whole peaking point. Yeah, but where it stopped right away. I, I don't I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know. I think it's all just the way you metabolize <laughs> the philocytin. I think that's how you say it. The fungi, that's what yeah. I like to call it. The, the toxin, the grossness in your body. Uh, the neurotoxins. The that's f- the word. The grossness. <laughs> it comes from poop. What are you going to do? Triptych. That's that, what you're going to do. Is that what it, that's the term? I guess. You just came up with it, I guess. Patent Hashtag that shit. It. Patent it. Let everybody know. Oh, goodness. How was, have you done it? Have you tripped on mushrooms? Mm-hmm. How was your first, how was your trip? What was your most experienced trip? Have you tripped multiple times? Multiple times, yes. Uh, the m- most like potent trip I had, I was sitting in my friend's car and he needed to go to the gas station and I had just eaten them. It was like in a sandwich. Yeah. And I had just eaten them and it was about like three grams maybe in a sandwich though yes in a sandwich because they're awful they taste awful but why uh, i feel like with something else would just make the other thing taste awful it it does like i truly cannot eat um like it was just toasted bread with butter and i put them in a sandwich and ate it now i can't do toast anymore like i had friends that would put them on pizza or in like peanut butter jelly sandwiches and now they're like totally repulsed by the idea of pizza or like peanut butter jelly sandwiches yeah but i was sitting in his car and he handed me a cup of orange juice before we left and he was like you need to down that i didn't know why and i was like okay having fun and as soon as we were in his car we were about to leave everything just like dropped started dripping down and i was like 
And I swear to God, I shrunk to like two inches tall. Yep, for like five minutes and then everything else, it like came back to normal and then just started like moving very slowly. Holy shit. Yeah, I was terrified. I was like, I want to go home. <laughs> nice. So that was your first trip. No, that was the most potent trip the I The most had. potent trip, sorry. Yeah, I didn't trip the first time I took mushrooms either. No body high or anything? It was in my hands. I took only took like a gram. So I didn't know that I was like what it was supposed to do. So I thought that one gram was like I'm gonna Whoa. totally go crazy. Yeah, no. It didn't happen. Was not like that. It's okay, don't even we're talking. Okay. <laughs> but I think the most like psychedelic trip I've ever had Tony, was you talk on to acid. Him. You talk to him on the chat. Let everyone know what's going on. Hi everyone. Anyways. But yeah, it was on acid and I was dancing. I was at like a rave or That's crazy. Yeah. And I just couldn't stop. Like even when I was in the car and we were driving home, I was like I've never done acid before. It's eye-opening. I wanted to, but I don't know how I would... I feel like I'd be scared. You shouldn't go into it if you're psyching yourself out about it. Well, I'm it. not trying to, <laughs> but I feel like I've seen too much bad things. But, but it's I, not like how cartoons and stuff made it out. It's not... You're no, not going to yeah. see, like, little devils and cartoons. Obviously not. I mean, that'd be weird. Could you? That, I, see, because I've never really had a hardcore trip on mushrooms where I've seen something like visual visuals well like i've seen visuals but it wasn't the whole like a monster or, like some weird thing it was like i don't know the walls moving yeah. or... the most last the last time i ever tripped we were watching the big bang theory but i have it downloaded and it's in a really shitty quality like 480 fucking p <laughs> like it's like so blocky and shitty yeah but i swear to you not when i was seeing it on the tv it had to have been like crystal clear hd like really amazing like i was like freaking the fuck out that's wild actually so that was the coolest part for me and like my, again my roommate we both took him together and he's just like why didn't it work exactly well i'd be frustrated too that's a lot of mushrooms to take to not have it do anything yeah maybe, i'd be upset some people uh a lot of people say like you know maybe it's just uh his the way it processed in his stomach and his just metabolism yeah, just and stuff. totally just, just doesn't affect <laughs> yeah people need to take his blood and then find out the like, anti the little antibody that yeah. made him not trip yeah so people can, <laughs> they can just like if they freak out right away they can take a pill and all of a sudden it's oh, gone it's holy gone. fuck i'm okay i'm okay i didn't i didn't nothing happened too bad uh speaking of a pill that will just make everything go away type thing i saw netflix again it was this documentary about adderall and how adderall has just completely almost overtaken this gen like my generation about they interview a student an athlete somebody with adhd and then doctors who prescribe adderall and have like done the science behind it and most of the interviews say i didn't watch it completely i fell asleep but most of the interviews say something about the um they don't find it addictive. They don't find it as like, oh, we're popping Molly or, oh, we're smoking a joint. It's like, oh, I'm going to take an Adderall and I'm going to get homework done. I'm going to clean the house. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. It's like back when, what era was it when doctors would like prescribe cocaine? Not over the counter, but it was like a painkiller or they'd use it as a numbing agent. I would say it had to have been the 80s. I mean, the early 80s, late 70s. Something like that. But it was around, um, they talked about the culture of how drugs, like there's always one specific like 
main drug that people lean on that they don't really think is bad and they like for the longest time it's been marijuana but at this point people are looking at Adderall as that same sort of drug it's just an up and go type thing it's not hurting their body it's not an actual amphetamine even though it's like a molecule away from meth yeah so it was pretty cool i think you should watch that one too i'll check it out there's a lot of cool interesting stuff on netflix that i still have not seen so you step your netflix game up i have all of the fucking well almost all of them like i need to get amazon prime now do you really but i have hulu and netflix and then i download a lot of stuff too so yeah. And I'm a YouTube binger, so I watch a lot of YouTube, but yeah, I'm caught up with the drama. Are you? Yeah. Are you into drama? Not YouTube drama. I have not been caught up, but no. I'd like to listen. There's nothing that interesting. I, who, what was that thing you were showing me? Rice gum or something? Diss tracks? It was wild. Oh, that was pretty cool. I remember yeah, that. Uh, it was a long time ago. iDubbbz, he's awesome YouTuber. Shout out to iDubbbz. You're awesome. He's a, he made a, what is called a content cop, but mm. what he does is roast uh, people on there. And he roasted yeah. this guy named Rice Gum. Mm-hmm. And Rice Gum is famous for like making diss tracks. So at the end of the video, he did a diss track on Rice Gum, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I remember coming over and sitting through the two hours of the drama. Ah, it's amazing. <laughs> it was pretty wild. So recently, picking up on that story, Mm-hmm. rice gum uh well a thing now that's going on in youtube is celebrity boxing i saw that so uh, youtubers are fighting now uh one of them one of the main stars fighting is ksi yeah 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 and uh the paul brothers right both of the well they they i'm pretty sure it's already set date but that's supposedly happening around august and everyone's trying to jump on that card, all kinds of YouTubers, because they know it's going to make a... I feel like they know it's going to make a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Because isn't uh, Floyd Mayweather training Logan Paul or something? Or Yeah, and then it's so weird because I'm pretty sure Floyd Mayweather's dad is training... KSI? Yeah. Is this the newest one? It's the, the one about the fight, and then we'll go to the next one. Oh. So she's caught up. We shouldn't watch all of it, though. And then I'm pretty sure this guy would be an asshole and stuff for, like, the content. Because I don't know if you know this, Tony, but he actually, iDubbbz has made a content cop on him. That on guy, Keemstar, the guy who uh, does drama alert. He did a contact, content cop on him? Yeah. Really? Yeah. We should watch it after this. I'd be down. He's fucking, yeah, he totally, yeah, he wrecks him a new one. He calls him a gnome. He looks like a gnome. Like, like a little gnome. <laughs> did exactly what his little brother did, Jake Paul. Do you remember last year when Jake Paul hand-delivered merch to Post Malone, showing his cars, his address, his whole house? Yeah, Logan Paul did the same thing to KSI. Logan Paul responded to his video being taken down on Twitter by saying okay, this. Hey, don't worry, I re-uploaded KSI and Omni Media. I got you. Showing that the house and the cars were now... Yeah. Uh... That's ridiculous. I guess they're, like, doing some weird shit where, like, he went to his house and, like, Logan Paul got the video or no. uh, His address on camera or something, Yeah, so he had to, like, edit it out and stuff. So he had to upload it, like, twice and shit. But it's pretty stupid. Uh, Well, that's just petty. Like, YouTube drama is ridiculous, but it's so good. It's better than soap operas. It's modern day soap operas. Yeah, I guess you could say that. But it's real life. You don't think some of it's just for the shits and gigs and the publicity of 
YouTube drama? I don't know at this point. Because, like, in the beginning. Or views. When... That's yeah. what they call it. Uh, they're doing it for the views. They're doing it for the lulls. Thanks for keeping me up with the lingo, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> they said it in their in their latest video, I think. Mm-hmm. That they're doing it for views. Mm-hmm. Well, the whole build up to it, which is kind of stupid. Anyways, back to my <laughs> point. They're fighting, right, in August. Yeah. And uh, Rice Gum actually called out Idubs that he wants to be on the undercard and he wants to fight Idubs. So okay, that should be pretty interesting of what's going to come from that. If you had to that. call it, who do you think? Idubs is pretty huge. Idubs is like, he's cool. Is he wild? I don't know. Maybe. Do he, you think he could fight, though? That's the I thing. I feel Idubs is the first person to actually to be the first. He actually started YouTube fights. Really? The celeb YouTube fights? Yeah, because he called out a guy named Jinx one time, and Jinx didn't want to fight. And uh, Idubs even posted a video of him training in the in the gym and shit. Wild. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, that was like probably in like fucking 2014 maybe. I would have to double check on that, but that was pretty. No, no, no. Maybe. 15. We're fucking, damn, 2018. Yeah, right? Dalton, if you're listening, you should let in the dog. <laughs> If you are listening, you should let in the dog. I repeat, you should let in the dog. Thank you very much. <laughs> but yeah, fucking, that's weird. T- 2018. The trends of this year have been weird too. Like Example? These YouTube fights, like, who would want to see? Because honestly, like, you have the stereotypical thought of a YouTube, of course. Yeah, there you are. Oh, Jesus. hello. She's going to ruin everything. Calm down. You need to calm down. Are you cold? BB, go. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Come on. Uh, we have a lot of uh, help in the studio, so don't 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 judge. Uh, this is a fr- friendly place. This is a very friendly place. It's a home environment. Yes. Type. Yes. Very very good. So yeah, there has been a lot of stuff. So you don't think anybody's interested in the YouTube? Well, no 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 no. Hundreds and millions of people want to see the shocking. fight. To me, that so many people Let's are Let's get into ready it. to rumble. Do you remember the Macho Man meme where what? he's it's like a 1950s guy and he's doing this? I thought that was like the Irish, the Fighting Irish. Isn't oh, I that, have no idea. I just that, know he has the handlebar mustache. That's like a logo or a mascot for a college team, I think. Really? Yeah, it's an Irish guy like this. Yeah. Where did this come from? Like, why is this the we're gonna fight? Ooh, like where did that? You said you're Italian, right? No, I'm definitely not. I just talk like I'm one. Oh, <laughs> Italian influence. Yeah. Jeez. Okay, never mind. Uh, I don't know. Is it an Irish thing? I don't know. Irish people, are. why do you stereotype them as drunks? Why do they get stereotyped? Not you, sorry. Shouldn't I was going to say. Yeah, I shouldn't have said it that way, but why are they stereotyped? I don't know. I don't. I mean, it's funny. <laughs> it is, but where did I, it come from? I don't know. Like, what? Like, I it's a mystery to me even because i don't know have you ever been outside of the country specifically to ireland no i've actually been to arizona denver and mexico but i was way too young to remember and i've never left anywhere else i've wanted to go to california i want to go to california so bad i feel like i could start my life and be famous there i don't know what i'm doing here but (coughs) do it (coughs) it's scary I know. That's the fun part. No, it's not. It should be because there's a lot of things in life that are just 
too scary to handle to the point of where a lot of people just run away like do you think a lot of people are ever going to really move out of this state not really it's a very easy place to live except for the danger rate so you getting up and moving to california or washington or wherever you want to go it's a huge scary thing that should be scary because most people won't do it Uh... so i think it's like a roller coaster type thing. Like you're terrified when you're going the, 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 the like up the hill before you drop. Yeah. You're just going up the hill, and then you have to wait for the drop because you can't go up the hill forever. Yeah. Because then you're true. just gonna stop, and that's not a ride. I don't know. It's a safe ride. <laughs> well, I'm, where's I'm, the fun in it? I'm in like the lazy pool, you know. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm okay, guys. I'm you're fine. You're on the little kitty hopper instead yeah. of the cliffhanger. Yeah, I'm fine. I don't, I'm gonna worry about it. I'll go to like the edge of the state, but that's probably it. <laughs> you'll like dip. You'll go to the four corners and yeah. stand in it, and then like, jump back. In whoa, what was that? I felt totally different for that few minutes. <laughs> I don't know though. I just, I feel like, I just. I just don't believe in myself as much as I should. That's your problem. It is. I'm a funny person. I could probably come up with a lot of funny things, but I just uh, I'm I'm pretty good at music. You're pretty funny too. I I don't I just wish I was more confident in myself to do things like that. Then just do it. That's easy for you to say. It's not though. But I don't know. Do you know how terrifying it is going up and performing at like slams or open mic nights. With a bunch of random people. I kind of do, but I've gotten over that fear. Exactly. So You got over the fear when you first started performing music, right? <sighs> it's a personal thing performing music to you. It's your personal like, oh, I love this. This is my thing. This is my specialty. And then you go and you share it with the world. And of course, you're going to feel vulnerable. But you got over that vulnerability. Yeah. Moving yourself from a different, from this state to another state is just that vulnerable stage where you're stage fright. That's your stage fright phase. And then you get over it, and you become that big ass, badass rock star that you're supposed to be since like day one. You just got to get over the stage, right? That's crazy because I just feel like maybe if I did DMT, I'd be able to go <laughs> do it. <laughs> I'm just gonna open my mind and be like, oh, "I'm ready." And then just go. Like you end up in California, you don't even remember moving there, buying the apartment, all of that. That would be even better, but <laughs> I don't know. That effect of DMT of only lasting 15 minutes, I don't think I would make it to California in 15 minutes. In my mind, maybe I would be there, but <laughs> I don't think it would happen. Have you ever heard of uh, salvia, something like that? Isn't that like a weird, like, like... Like synthetic weed, I think. Yeah, what about it? It was a, it's a, like a 15 second high. People die, don't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. And my friend did it one time and she was, we, all three of us were sitting in her boyfriend's van at the time. Yeah. And she did it and like, she was only out, like her eyes kind of like shut and she like laid back and she could have sworn she was gone for like two years, but it was only like 10, 15 seconds. Oh and my God. She, yeah, she kept repeating banana, 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 banana. And we we're like. Aren't you glad I didn't say banana? Yeah, we were like, homegirl, what's wrong? That's crazy. And then she she was like, why were you guys screaming bananas at me? I got so scared. We're like, "Mm, opposite. You were screaming bananas at us. You were the one tripping at us. You need to calm down. Yeah. But that that reminded me of the 15 minute like versus the 15 second. But it's synthetic, you said? I think so. I don't remember. I read up on it a long time ago because I didn't want to be around that shit and not know what it is. But I don't... 
So did you try it? it? No, I was terrified. Uh, I've never tried it either. I've heard of it, but... Like, seeing her eyes kind of, like, roll back in her head and her just, like, slowly drift down to, like, leaning on something scared me. I was like, I'm gonna just smoke. I'm sorry. I'm gonna stray away from that. Yeah. Because I remember that was the thing, too. Like, my high school years. Your high school years back in the day. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy because... When I was in high school, you were probably like, what, nine years old, five years old? When did you graduate high school? In 2009. In 2009, yeah. About seven. 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 Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, right? I was barely learning my days of the week and how to spell my name. You damn generational Z. Right? Generation Z. Why do you why do you guys get that name? Why are we millennials and you get Generation Z? Well, technically, millennials are Generation X. Why, I thought... Oh, no, yeah, X, Y, Z. Yeah. I don't know what's coming after Z, because that's the end of the alphabet. Is Z1 it? or something. <sighs> See, now we just sound like robots. I don't know. See? That goes back to AI. We have fucking just all of us are not even really a fucking identified by name anymore. We're just identified by number. So. What do you mean? Social security numbers and stuff. Oh, yeah, fair, fair. Like, we're just, like, literally... People would rather look us up by a number than by actual name. That's a weird thing to think of. So it's like, that's pretty much already the process of AI because, like, we're so recognizable. Yeah. How do you feel about, you not YouTube, Facebook and, like, technology being able to recognize your face super quick? Example. Let's say, uh, well, me and you and my friend Angel... And two other people that are kind of prominent on Facebook all take a selfie together. Mm-hmm. And then one of us posts it on our, fa- on our page, knowing that we're all connected as friends. It already tagged you in the picture? It says if you want to tag me. It's like, well, is this that person? Do you want? How do you feel that they can recognize us like that? Um, obviously, it's like the algorithm of like the eye shape, the nose shape, the cheekbone structure, all of that junk. But yeah. like... I think it's weird. It's kind of eerie because it's like, whoa. Facial recognition. Like. Yeah, or like how you can unlock your phone by just like putting it in front of your face and it'll recognize your face and unlock it so you don't even have to do your fingerprint anymore. Like that's that's wild that's to me. Because like why, why do we need that? Like the fingerprint is already so secure. Like you can't go and mask somebody's fingerprint. Yeah, you, you can. How? Have you seen like there was some oh, things no. like – yeah, there's actually a way to put like some kind of synth or like some weird like latex cloth on you that takes the shape of somebody else's fingerprint. And you can lift fingerprints off of just where they've pressed. See, I've seen the thing where you can lift fingerprints in like bullshit that's, spy uh, movies. That's like national treasure. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a thing. But I didn't think that was like legitimate. Yeah. Not to the point of where you could like fake to get into somebody's phone. Like I, I'm pretty sure... My fingerprint right there can be taken and used to go clock into work or something. That's yeah, I can see that. Okay. Yeah. And I all remember. they yeah, and all they're doing is just taking the pattern and placing it as a replica of that pattern on my finger. It doesn't even have to match the location because that pattern could be right here and my pattern is just a little bit higher, but it's still the same pattern. See, that's weird. And then our technology is gonna evolve to the point of where we won't be able to do that because it like 
the scanner is going to be so in-depth that it can feel like the ridges and stuff in your fingerprint instead of just the pattern itself it'll be able to feel like the depth and like the density yeah i guess i could see what you're saying the way every skin should be feel- felt is yeah. Like different yeah 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 but who knows i mean obviously now they have the facial recognition but how far would it be to be able to bypass that that's the question what do you mean i don't know what if somebody figures out a way to just like make it look like what if this is me thinking outside of the box i wish i was just super fucking smart but (laughs) what if they figure out a way so it is facial recognition but they put like some kind of like picture frame or a picture of the person in front of them while they do the facial recognition to like open the phone or something really quick and easy i was thinking that like what if they have a picture of the person that they have well then at that point would they be able to recognize that it's a picture like would the ai understand that it's okay but the ai understand that um there's no real depth to the face i don't that see that's scary to me i wouldn't know because then at that point how are we programming these robots to understand that much in that detail there's well there's robots that are already being built that can help each other out like what yeah there was this weird robo uh these weird tech robots that look like you know those dog robots that like get knocked over and can jump back (laughs) up and stuff well there's this other robots that like one of them uh saw a problem where it couldn't open a door and the other robot had a a way to open it with its other arm and it opened it up for the dog i don't know if it was an actual why oh my god that's creepy as fuck ah Ah! (laughs) this is the iphone x review testing and tracking face id and this is with uh this is a youtube video we're looking at on the on the yeah oh that's so weird just kind of fast forward a little yes this is my real face or is it dun 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 okay no this isn't mission impossible there you go we're done i saw the whole video right there does it literally now we're gonna trick more primitive facial recognition hey look the picture thing hold up depth work no matter how natural i tried to make them look nope this didn't work either well there's that one mask but a mask a real theatrical mask has depth and detail that a flat image just so it didn't work and apple's sophisticated system uses two cameras and projected infrared dots to measure the depth of your face so naturally i had a silicone mask made of my face like one does I headed what? to Complete Sculptor, Just a New York City store things, that helps you know? artists learn she gets to make probably prosthetics like a and masks. Sponsorship Mark deals and, Sarah and stuff. And that's why she can to do my this face stuff. To make yeah. a Shout out mold. to you guys. I want to do this. Minutes, they had what they needed. Then, three days later, I returned with my very brave colleague, Denise. I applied some makeup to my mask, and Mark fit the mask to Denise's face. Oh my god, that looks like Ronald Reagan. I don't know what I'm looking at. That's what that looks like. like. That looks literally looks like fucking Ronald Reagan. That's terrible. Like a female version. This was more explicit. It did not think it looked like me. What's going on? I don't see it. Still locked. Go on. Yep. Unlocked for me. Test four. Twins. It unlocked. No, it didn't unlock with rubber artistry as fine as this has nothing on actual DNA. Yes. Or DNA times three. We're brothers. <coughs> Identical ones. According to Triplets. Apple, the chances that a Cute. random person could look at your iPhone 10 and unlock it with their face is one in a million. So while your roommate can't break in, 
the chances are a lot greater that your womb mate can. Meryl, March 26th. Pam, March 26th. And these three adorable guys proved that. First, I asked Declan to register his face with the iPhone. Uh, okay. And then I asked Cormac and Kevin to come back. Try with you now. And wow. boom! We okay. had it! Oh. Nicely Actual done. Yes, triplet the kids were DNAs. able to get into All right, the we're phone. good. Turn this video Fraternal off. Twins or siblings Probably going to be copyrighted really on this one. Yeah. I hate everything. I'm just kidding. But there you go. You so go. you wouldn't even if you did do like this plastic face thing that wouldn't work so i guess it is more secure now but that's still weird like she was saying something about the like the pinpoints and depth of your face but like what if ai and modern technology and like even just like sculpting and silicone models and shit gets so advanced to the point of where we can almost replicate real skin like that like real facial depth uh, that would be pretty cool Cause like you've seen like face off and stuff where they yeah. do where they do makeup design and like totally like re yeah. yeah but they already the have character. like a real person to do their face like go <laughs> off of that face so what if like technology like three D printing or some I crazy shit is, like that I don't want to say it was an amateur doing this for the masking the mask one yeah but it was like yeah. a theatrical stage company like a did you not see that mask <laughs> yeah it looked like a broadway stage mask like it looked like ronald reagan that was bad so i don't i wouldn't i wouldn't judge the facial recognition one maybe if you put that on face off and somebody like more in depth actually took the time to do it like, like a real artist going and sculpting it completely super super precise not saying you guys aren't real artists that was very good mask just saying uh, like broadway is different if you're not sponsoring me i don't care <laughs> So, There's no money in my hand. It doesn't uh, matter. I, uh, I tried my best. I mean, whatever. But, yeah, that's just something that just freaks me out. No, it truly freaks me out, too. I wouldn't want to lock my phone with my face. What if I, like, get a black eye? Would it recognize that? Maybe. Or what if I get, like, a nose... Well, obviously, if I get a nose job, it's going to realize that, like, my nose is different. I'm not the same person. But if that's the one focal point that's different, do you think it's going to, like, spaz out? I don't know. It just The question is, would you be able to reset it to do it again? Obviously, you'd probably have to go to the fucking Apple store or whatever. Yeah, it'd be like, hey, guys, I got a nose job. <laughs> you can reset my phone. I mean, I don't know what to do. I, I paid, like, $1,000 for this phone, guys. You don't want to know how much I paid for the nose job, so. You got to help me out here. <laughs> That's a joke in itself. See, I love myself right now. That's how com comedy gold comedy works. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it works. But that's funny to think about because, like, I don't want like people to make rubber faces of me if I ever become <laughs> famous just to unlock my phone. That'd be wild. I feel like if you become famous, they're making rubber faces of you for a lot more reasons than to just try and unlock your phone. Well, like, like what if it was like a gimmick? What if I had like. You know, a unique thing to me that they're like, I want to make my mask of, of this guy, which there's no way because I fucking I look gross. But still, <laughs> where did that come from? I don't know. I have this like weird like hair that doesn't grow correctly <laughs> here. It looks so weird. And this fucking oh, God damn it. I don't like my face. I wish I was cuter. I'm not that cute. The flip 180. Yeah, it's gross. There's somebody in the world that finds cute, cute. Like, that. that's 
a whole different conversation of like perception. Cause that's true too, because I don't I don't want to brag, but I mean, I mean, I don't get how I get chicks either, because I'm just like I look this gross, and they're just like, oh yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck? It's weird. So, I mean, coming from a chick's perspective, I don't want to brag, but <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's. Well, did you know that the human mind actually does distinguish sexy versus beautiful? No. Like, we've... Not true. No, it, it does. It truly does. We've evolved to the point of where, like, you've seen the nature documentaries where it's like, oh, they're making the weird dances to attract a mate, blah, blah, like, yeah. right? They're just thinking, reproduce. That's what I'm made to do. Since humans have evolved romantic love... We've also evolved our sense of what we attract as a mate. Like, what we find attractive is what we want to pass on, like the genes we want to pass on, right? But, I mean, I also heard that us as humans and only a few handful of other animals only have sex for pleasure. Yeah, that's all due to the romantic love thing. Because all of those animals that have sex for fun, they're all part of the advanced animals, like dolphins, penguins, romantic love, people who mate for life... Animals that mate for life also have a tendency to mate for fun. It's not, like, a huge occurrence like it does with the human species, but it does happen. So it's just something that's still recurring in evolution. Yeah, but we've evolved to the point of where we've distinguished beauty, which is, like, innocence, romance, stuff like that, with sexy, which is, like, oh, wow, you're banging, dude. Like, there's we've come to that difference. So if we weren't as evolved... That wouldn't be a difference. So wouldn't be as hard. Like our perception of what we find attractive would all pretty much be the same at this point. If we didn't have those two aspects that evolved farther than our animal counterparts. Because obviously it would be just a race to find a mate. Yeah. I feel at that point it wouldn't be like let me find. My soulmate. I want to find somebody I can impregnate and pass my genes on. And that's not. That's the animal kingdom. Not yeah. the human kingdom. Which is wild weird in itself because we're weird in itself as well yeah because there was this one point that i saw as well where in our evolutionary process the reason why we turned out the way we did is because we actually ate mushrooms (laughs) no way yeah like the mushrooms that make us trip right now yeah really yeah where did you read that it was a we'll actually have to look up the video it was like stone-aged uh, mushrooms or something. It's really cool. But what he does, what he shows is like monkeys were interacting. And then obviously we go into the Homo sapiens and all, all those mm-hmm. eras of when we were turning into humans. Mm-hmm. And in one of those eras, there's a there's a point where we just jumped like, bam, we're way more intelligent now. And they think it was because of the mushrooms. Psilocybin? Yeah, eating the mushrooms, which That's is wild. awesome theory. And which makes it more suitable why we should be doing research for this stuff. But the government and stuff, I feel, are tripping every day. And they're like, we're not letting them get this smart because we're fucking the most intelligent ever. Why would we let them do shit we're doing? Exactly. Because the easiest way of population control is... Regulation. Yep. Keeping the masses dumb. What are we looking at here? Ancient Ancient mushrooms. Damn. No, it's a Stone Age ape mushroom or something. That's what the... Just go to the YouTube bar right there. Wait a minute. Oh. But yeah, that I always thought that was awesome. Like That's a cool thing. Could you imagine if that's actually the reason why we advanced so quickly? 
Because if you, mm-hmm. like, you've seen the picture where it's, like, the monkey and then it's, like, going up to where it's, like, human. Yeah. You can see that huge, like, advancement somewhere. Because all of a sudden we're, like, standing upright and we're not as covered in hair. It's like, whoa, where'd that come from? Because that should have, if looking at the pattern, that should have came way later. Yeah, it took some more time. Or for whatever reason, probably wouldn't even happen that way. Maybe we would have gone into a different path of still sticking with the whole ape yeah. kind of persona. Do you believe aliens had anything to do with it? I don't, maybe, but I, <laughs> I believe more of it was like an evolutionary thing that we just like, that we did ourselves. Yeah. The mushroom thing is more believable than the alien thing to me. Really? Yeah. What if it was both? Then that would be even ama- more amazing because like, <laughs> then obviously there's two things that we should be studying on that we don't. True. Well, because, like, you've seen ancient aliens where it's, like, ancient civilizations. Don't even that... start with this. Don't <laughs> even start with this shit. I believe it, though. I truly do. Don't believe it. Don't Not that they were actually came and, like, gave the ancient Egyptians, like, technology. Uh, but I do believe that, like, we started from something. And well, I... yeah. I mean, it's... it's... <sighs> Would <laughs> Did I... I strike a nerve? No, it's not that you struck a nerve. It's just, like, I believe that, like, you should intake the knowledge. Hold on. Give me a second on this. I feel like you should just believe, like, like not believe, but just have the knowledge of all these different skeptical ideas. Yeah. But not, I, I well, if you want to believe, that's up to you. I, I mean, at this point, I'm preaching. But, I mean, obviously, the ancient alien ideas, the guy's talking about all these ideas and stuff. Uh-huh. And it's just ridiculous because... There's no real backing to it besides the fact that it's unexplainable events. We don't know. We just don't know. And I feel like going by heart like i don't know i'm not saying you truly believe in it but i don't know there's there's some things that really skeptical about that show as well to me no i feel and it's not the show itself that i was like pinpointing on it's more the fact that like if something some higher power did come and intervene when life was first starting i don't think it's like a deity i think it'd be like another actual life form from a different universe or from our universe in a different part that had so advanced technology that they came and dropped life off on this planet that was sistering their planet yeah watched it like flourish and see how it went like we're experiments type stuff like if we put them in this environment with these social constructs and like these ideas let's see how it flourishes type thing that's more where my backing is is because why else why else would we be here we don't i we just don't know exactly that's the that's the best and worst mystery of the world is why we're here yeah oh yeah i I agree i guess you could say the whole chicken and egg thing too but that's that's just a simpler way of asking how life on earth started pretty much joe rogan yeah well he had the that's where i heard it and then these guys did a narration of it go and play it So to have something so powerful and yet so ephemeral uh, is natural for humans to avoid that which they don't understand out of fear because they don't know the difference. Well, you know, 23 primates consume mushrooms, humans being one of them. And so that speaks to a long ancestral use of mushrooms going back, you know, in our primate evolutionary tree for a very, very long time. We separated from fungi 650 million years ago. Maybe you did, dude. I know some people that are probably still. <laughs> well, basically, we, we, we are des- descendants uh, of fungi. 
Yeah. Um, we share a more common ancestry with fungi than we do with any other kingdom. And fungi are closer to animals than they are to plants. Okay. Animals came from fungi. I did not know that. Yeah. It's ridiculous. You need to watch the podcast with that guy. Okay. He fucking blows your mind. I've seen it like three times. It's just amazing. Have you? Yeah, he's so sick. I still can even fucking grasp. Like, he just blows your mind. The he, sign. What was his name? Paul Tom's, what? Tom, uh, was it Paul Stateman? Paul Stateman. Yeah. Statements? Paul Stateman. Statements? Paul Stateman? Statements. Statements. <laughs> I think it's one of like the big, statements. it's not the hottest one, but it's one of his most popular uh, podcasts. Yeah, everyone's pretty into it. A lot of his, uh, it was suggested to a lot of his guests. Like, they're like, you need to get this guy on, and he did, so. Dude, that's the thing right there. Yeah, Paul Statements. 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 Mets. Statements. 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 Not statements. I'm sorry. I'm dyslexic. Leave me alone. I'm sorry. Thank you for coming. You're welcome. We've been talking for quite a while. Have we? Yeah. How long has this been going on? It's probably been like an hour already. Yeah. We've been talking for about an hour now. You don't need to check anything. We're going to do a segment now. A segment. A segment known as Rapid Fire. With the crowd going crazy. The crowd is going crazy. This uh, this is called Rapid Fire. What okay. I'm going to do is I'm going to have a list. Unfortunately, I need to memorize it, but I haven't done that yet. <laughs> I have a list of 25 words. I'm going to say the word, and I want you to say the first thing that pops in your head. It could be a phrase. It could be a word. Whatever. Okay. I'm going to say the word, and I want you to say the first thing that pops in your head, okay? Okay. This is called rapid fire. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. 25 words. Here we go. Pizza. Delicious. Island. Fantasy. Music. Artful. Cartoon. The best. Black. Not a color. Trippy. Dick. Dipply? (laughs) (laughs) I meant to say hippie. Fast. Slow. Animal. Kingdom? Spicy. What kind of spicy? Maze. Maze. Army. The army? Drugs. What about them? Air. We breathe it. Pendulum. That's cool. Native American? Native American. That's all I can think of is Native American. You're just totally repeating everything I say. Well, no, at that point, yeah, because what am I supposed to say? Scar. From the Lion King? School. Sucks. Magic. Is real. Computer. Science. Superhero? They're cool. Comedy. Not for you. Bleach? Blonde hair. Fame. Fortune? Ham water. <laughs> what? <laughs> Gross. Amuse me. Angel. Thank you. Thank you. That was rapid fire. Thank you very much. Cool. Yeah, pretty cool, right? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> just some random thing. I was going to say, some of those words are a little <laughs> outlandish. So what I'm doing is like every guest that's been on season two uh, does this list. And then towards the end, I'm going to make like a compilation video. So I'll just put up like a blank screen and put pizza and then everyone's answers of what they said for pizza and then island and okay. everyone's answers. So it's going to be fun. I think it would be pretty cool. Janelle. Janelle. Thanks for coming.
Awesome. Thanks yeah. for having me. No problem. Cool. Yeah. Okay. You have to come back, okay? Got we'll it. Do this again. Just of course. Have some random talks about life. I know you wanted to make fun of my hair, but I tried to stray away from <laughs> yeah, that topic. Yeah, I was going to. I tried to stray away from that topic, so thank you very much. Cue that music, guys. Thank Bye, you guys. very much. We'll see you later. Bye.